Welcome to the Midman Podcast, a podcast focused on helping you level up your practice. I'm Jesse Arnoldson. And I'm Jay Holmes. Through interviews with some of the most successful leaders in the industry, we help uncover resources, tools, and ideas to help you level up. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's program. Hey, everyone. Jay here with the Medman Podcast. In part one of this interview, we talked about HR, specifically hiring. Now, when we get into part two, we're still going to be talking about HR, but we're going to take a deep dive into people issues, one of our favorite topics. Jesse, Molly, thanks for joining us again. Absolutely. Thanks, Jay. All right, Jesse, you um, won the coin toss here. So let's start with you. What do you do with a person who keeps coming up as an issue? And before you answer that, you know, I want our listeners to think about that person and, and really visualize them because I know everyone has one. So let's have that person in your mind and, and Jesse, go ahead and answer that. Yeah. You know, if if you can't think of somebody, maybe it's you, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe there's a group of people <laughs> in the room talking about how you're the people issue. No, we all we all have one. And, and sometimes it changes and sometimes we have multiple. But yeah, what do you do about them if they keep coming up? And I'm not talking about the person that just like, hey, last week, you know, Jay had a bad day and, and was kind of rude to me. That, that's not that's not what we're talking. We're talking about, you know, hey, what are we going to do about Jay? He keeps terrorizing his teammates and and he's rude to customers and and you know we're just having a hard time with him and it, uh, that keeps repeating you know the first thing that you've got to do is you've got to address it you can't just keep kicking the can down the road and that you know i i know that that sounds like captain obvious speak right there but it's actually very common practice for people to just try and their best to ignore the people problem right they just you know, maybe, maybe it'll solve itself or maybe we could just get past this week and we'll figure it out later, you know, but you gotta, you gotta take care of it then and there. It's, it's not doing you a favor. It's not doing the the person a favor and it's definitely not doing your team any favors, you know, by leaving that problem unresolved. So first address it. Second, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell whether it's a, a truly a people problem or sometimes it's a seat problem. You know, you, you've heard the term coined by Jim Collins, right, right people, right seat. Sometimes you've put a person in a position or given them an assignment or put them right up against somebody else that's just setting them up for failure. And so, you know, first you address it. Second, you identify whether it's a person or a seat problem and then plan and you carry it out. My leadership team, we, we all weigh in it. We, we keep each other from chickening out, you know, and, 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 or kicking the can down the, the, the road, we plan and we hold each other accountable for it. Whoever's got to, to make sure they take care of that person and we hold to it, you know, and if it doesn't get better, then it's, you know, possibly time to coach out, but you know, more times just by actually being brave and direct, you know, and doing so in a caring way about the person, you can resolve these issues. You just have to be courageous enough to 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 actually jump into it. And I, Jesse, I absolutely agree. And I think that's just it. You know, we're all human. We don't want to hurt people's feelings. You know, there's livelihoods that can be impacted, you know, by our decisions as leaders in terms of, you know, a decision to to keep a position or keep a person or move them on. And so that that's really difficult. Um, and I like what you said in terms of kind of your leadership team kind of 
holding each other accountable or, you know, giving each other the the courage to have those difficult conversations. And, you know, if you handle it in a timely manner and your approach is in a professional, you know, humanity, you know, like way, it can be done. Those conversations can happen and be productive. And oftentimes people don't want to be the issues. <laughs> and so if you can help them kind of, you know, have that awareness or professionally grow as a result of it, it can actually be a really pretty powerful tool to um, either help them grow within the organization or help them move on and find a position that's a better fit. Yeah, at the end of the day, right, we're holding them back by making a bad judgment in the beginning of putting mm-hmm. them in a, in a role that that they, you know, for whatever reason, can't be successful at. Expediting that process is difficult, but certainly I think best for, for everybody involved. Molly, you said something about a tool and, you know, I, I want to double click on that a little bit here. We use a tool in, you know, in our operating system, which is EOS. And can you talk a little bit about that? Kind of the GWC, um, the values kind of analysis and just walk us through how we use that to make sure people are in the right seat, um, the right fit? So Jay, you mentioned GWC. So GWC stands for gets it, wants it, has the capacity to do it. And using those three questions or posing those three questions to an individual that you might be struggling with in terms of having some, you know, some challenges with, if you pose those three questions, it reveals some helpful information, not only from their perspective, but also for you to provide some perspective to them and allow for you to be more solutions oriented on how you're going to proceed and move forward. The other tool that Jay referenced was the people analyzer or values analyzer. And this is a tool that can be really powerful in terms of just seeing if someone maybe isn't just a good fit for your organization as you have outlined your values. So what you do is you line out your values or write them down and then you identify an individual and identify, you know, does this individual, you know, mostly demonstrate our core value of integrity or positivity, or as Jesse mentioned, um, a cohesive team is one of their values. So you're you know, kind of a plus, plus minus, you know, do they mostly demonstrate this value, um, you know, most times or are not consistently demonstrating this value? And you kind of go through that list and see, do they have, you know, the majority of, you know, mostly they're demonstrating our values. If they do, then that's a really good foundation for you to invest time in this person because one, they're a good cultural fit. They're, you know, walking the talk in terms of your values and you want to invest time in this individual and try and make it work for them. If it's an individual who maybe is not consistently demonstrating your values, then you probably don't have a good fit from a kind of a culture standpoint. And that's likely um, a reflection of, you know, this is, it's probably time to move this person on because it's not a good fit from your organizational standpoint and likely not a good fit from, from their perspective as well. Jay, we've, we've used those tools that Molly just described, you know, in our leadership meetings, if we have somebody keep popping up on the, on the issues list, you know, we'll right person, right seat it, and we'll go through the values, the people analyzer, and then we'll go through the GWC and the way we do it is we actually, you know, quietly write down our own votes and then we go up and put them up on the board and take the average. And that gives us a chance to have a full discussion of the person. But what, you know, what these tools like Molly was saying will give you is it'll give you a much more specific view of what's wrong. You know, instead of just saying this person isn't a great fit. Well, let me tell you, you know, what, what's really going into that. It's because, you know, they, they don't pay attention to detail. It causes a lot more work for their other people. And 
it's causing people downstream from them to resent them. And that's the real issue or, you know, so it gives you something specific to coach on or something specific to start documenting uh, in case you do have to coach out. Jesse, you're absolutely right. So it kind of takes the subjectivity out of it and Mm -hmm. being more objective. And that's really, you know, I think when you, whenever you're dealing with any type of HR issue or, you know, quote unquote people issue is you kind of have to take the emotion and the heart out of it. Um, and look at, you know, what is the underlying issue? And that's what we're trying to get to. I've done it once, Molly. You, you said you've taken the GWC to the actual individual. We've done the, the people analyzer. You know, if somebody's having problems, we've gone to them and said, hey, you know, rate yourself on where you're at on our values. Let's talk about them. And quite often they're a little bit, you know, most people are going to be a little bit harsher critics of themselves. You know, and so they'll, they'll, they'll go pretty harsh. And then you can either help them judge more appropriately or jump on that you know hey you rated yourself pretty low on cohesive team let's talk about what you know what you have to do to get there and that that way they're they've helped identify that as a place they need help and maybe open up the conversation for coaching at that point absolutely jesse and and that's just it is you know these tools don't have to be used in a silo you know with one individual So using it with the individual that you're trying to coach or as a leadership team um, so that you're getting feedback from multiple individuals can be very useful. Yeah. And wasn't it some point in our process that it got really real when we we did this out all out in the in kind of in the open to each other and rated oh, yeah. each other, which, you know, I mean, <laughs> you want to put this on hyperdrive. That's one way to do it, right? And and you know, it's it's just full transparency. This is how everyone else sees you. And oftentimes that's a wake up call because, you know, true intention isn't to not be part of the team. And so to hide behind a curtain and think you're doing something when everyone else views you as not, you know, it's actually a relieving process to say, oh, great. Like if I could do these two things better, I'm going to be that much more engaged and supported by my team. Who's not going to want that? Right. But it certainly takes a certain amount of maturity to take that criticism and grow from it. Yeah. That's your benefit that's come from that, Jay, from that exercise is that when then I've turned around and done it to somebody else, I can, I've used that to empathize with them. Like, hey, you know, I, I've been on this side of it and I've been voted low on one of our values and it's been something I've had to work on. So, you know, you're not alone in this. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you human and I'm here to help you get past it. Yeah, you're de- definitely demonstrating a level of vulnerability um, and you're asking them to be vulnerable in these types of conversations. So uh, walk in their shoes. Yeah, which is the first step to, to real growth, right? Being mm-hmm. vulnerable and, and uh, admitting that, yeah, you're not perfect which for some it's harder to admit than others. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. So let's, um, let's just kind of throw out a question, not anyone to specific any, any person, but really just, you know, a story or two, if you have one on the top of your head of, you know, what are some of the most challenging people issues and and maybe, you know, what, what do you do about it? I think some of the hardest things to critique are, are sometimes the things that make the person who they are. Every one of us has history. Every one of us has stuff from childhood through teenage years through adulthood that make us who we are. And when we're told that those things are destructive or annoying or, you know, whatever it is, that cuts deeply. And so, you know, to have to provide that critique is very, very difficult. And so, Molly and I, I know this about Molly, but we spend a lot of time thinking about our message, thinking about the person, trying to tailor our feedback in such a way that doesn't leave them in shambles, right? 
but rather helps them identify an area for growth and gives them hope to, you know, get better. And I'm sorry, I have a hard time sharing a specific example, but but that's it when it, when you're having to cut into what, you know, what makes somebody them. Jay, I think when you've got someone who's got the experience, but really just is not a good fit from a, um, an organizational standpoint, that really is probably the most, you know, challenging situation for us. And how do you, you know, can you make that, making the decision on if you can make it work um, in the existing position, in the existing organization, or do, or do you move them on? And, um, you know, as Jesse was mentioning, it can become really personal um, when you're looking at it from a, a personality um, standpoint or, you know, just kind of our, our natural tendencies. And, you know, I can think of a, a situation where it was just, you know, personalities were clashing. Um, and for whatever we, you know, anything that we attempted to do, it just not going to work. And so what we had to do as an organization is just help that person move on. And we really took a proactive approach to doing so, so that we didn't just, you know, move them out, but help them move on to an organization and a position where they were going to flourish. Um, because we had a tremendous amount of respect for them as a professional and they had a lot of value, but in terms of the the position and the dynamics of the existing team, it just was not a good fit. Yeah. Thanks for that, Molly. And I think it speaks to the process again, you know, as long as you're going through the process and you, and you, you feel good. Yeah. You're not going to hit the home run all the time. You're not going to, you can't always foresee, you know, how that person's going to interact in a certain environment, but you can get a good sense of, is it the type of quality of person that, that, you know, your standards meet. And certainly that helps then, then kind of carry on the, um, the energy and, you know, the transition to someone else. It's a lot harder to hire someone that you're not very fond of and ultimately don't want to put any more energy once they leave. And so getting it right in the beginning, certainly, you know, there's, there's pitfalls, but acting professionally and respectfully through the whole process, it certainly makes it easier. Well, and, you know, and just to put a finer point on that, Jay, you know, I think that's just an underlying message here with the whole hiring process, as well as, you know, handling people issues and, and coaching is, you as an organization that as a manager you've got to just handle it all with you know the utmost professionalism and respect for these individuals because the world is pretty small and healthcare in particular is very small and you just never know when you're going to cross paths um, again and you you know they might not be a good fit for your organization or for that position but maybe down the road you have a position where they might be perfect or you know of another you know, practice out there that they could be a good fit for. And, you know, you just want to uphold their reputation as well as the organization's reputation. Absolutely. Yep. Very good point. Okay. Well, you know, I think that's a good time to, to wrap things up. Molly, Jesse, thank you both so much for hanging out. I am confident that our listeners got a lot from this. So thank you both. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. And listeners, thank you all for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Molly and Jesse. For the show notes, transcripts, material from the show, and really everything else MedMan does, head over to our website at medman.com. Remember, we'll be here twice a week sharing insights, ideas, and tools to help you level up your practice. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks for tuning into the MedMan podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's featured guest. For the show notes, transcripts, resources, and everything else MedMan does to help you level up, be sure to visit us at medman.com. 